0: you're listening to the authentic world podcast this is episode two and i'm your host michelle thompson in this episode we're talking with lori johnson of hello healthy welcome to the authentic world i'm your host michelle thompson and today we're having a conversation with lori johnson she's the founder of hello healthy and lori is a family nurse practitioner in Texas and her husband's a firefighter and they are currently in the process of adopting. Lori has practiced both functional and traditional medicine uh, settings. And after seeing both sides of it, she's learned that um, the journey to health and wellness is really starts with a shift in mindset. So Lori started Hello Healthy, and um, it's an educational platform and a one-on-one coaching program. And she's helping women who work in the education system and healthcare to escape dieting cycles. I hope I didn't miss anything. <laughs> no. Okay. Great. Welcome, Lori.
1: Thanks. I'm so excited. This is this is pretty cool.
0: Great. I hope that uh, we get a lot of good uh, good strategies for our listeners today. Yeah. So um, you know, this podcast is all about sharing ideas um, about how to learn about having a, a work-life balance. And the first question I want to ask you is can you share your own story, um, and maybe the challenges that you met at work, and um, you know, because you are you are a nurse, and also the journey towards having more balance.
1: Yeah, so I um, work as a nurse practitioner in a very busy clinic. We're in a rural, small town, um, but we just see a lot of people. And so um, I realized pretty quickly that my health was gonna start taking a toll because of my stress level. And like I like in the intro, I used to work in functional medicine. So I'd already seen the importance that stress management was and having balance was just because of the effects of the the health effects I saw in other people's life because of their high stress. And so when I took on this job was is super high stress, I immediately started having like physical symptoms because of the stress. And immediately caught on and and taking some strategy methods, whatever you want to call it, um, to figure out that balance. And um, so, and what I eat and exercise and like mindset, mindfulness, waking up early to start my day with just some mindfulness and some quiet time so I can start the day on the right foot has definitely helped me um, try to keep a balance in my work, home life stress management, all of that.
0: Right. And um, where did the idea of Hello Healthy come from?
1: Um, so I work, in the functional medicine practice, uh, it wasn't for me in the sense that I just realized that people have to basically decide they need to change their health. Mm-hmm. And so in the setting of functional medicine and traditional medicine, People come to you because they have to, because they're sick. They're already sick, and they want you to fix them right then. They want you to give them a pill. Sorry. Um, they want you to give a pill or some some type of formula to fix their health immediately. Um, and I realized we've got to stop it before it gets to that point. Mm-hmm. And so in functional medicine world and traditional medicine world, I just started realizing we've got to help people realize that they – need to change their health and they need to want to change their health at the beginning before they get to being sick and so i was like i think i can do this i think i can help coach people um to figuring out sustainable healthy habits for their specific lifestyle before it gets to the point where they need a medical professional so it's like i think i can start coaching people um especially with my medical background not practicing medicine with hello healthy but kind of foreshadowing what they may run into roadclockwise and helping people build sustainable habits.
0: Right and can you talk a little bit about you know the the whole aspect of managing stress and how important that is and also maybe go into a little bit of how stress can affect us, uh, um, our bodies and even our you know our our mental health?
1: Yeah for sure. So you know stress plays a mental role and a physical role. Um, a lot of times with the standard way of living we work we worry we just are in a high state of stress and that's actually our fight or flight response which is a sympathetic response to try to get away from danger but we're living in that every day and so that response is um increasing stress hormones especially cortisol uh, the stress hormone cortisol and so In the moment of like a tiger chasing you, that's fine because you flee from the tiger or the emergent response. Um, And then the parasympathetic hormones, the calming hormones come in, you get back to your state of well-being and move on. But when we live in that constant state of stress, we're constantly firing those stress hormones and it can raise our blood sugar, it can affect our thyroid, it can affect our mental health increase anxiety, depression, affect our serotonin, dopamine levels. I mean, head to toe affect us. Have an inflammatory response going on that can lead to diabetes, high blood pressure. I mean, just across the board is so detrimental to our health. Um, Even can lead to like autoimmune responses. So learning to, I call it uh, be asleep in the boat when the waves are tossing the boat around. You can be asleep in that boat knowing that with, I don't know if you believe in a higher power or whatever, but knowing that ultimately it's going to be okay. I mean, you're strong, you're resilient, you're going to make it through. So figuring out that internal peace in the midst of this chaotic world is so beneficial in our health, in our mental health. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, do you mind like, maybe talking a little bit about how this, this whole COVID-19 um, pandemic is affecting people in terms of stress and how that might be affecting people's bodies and, and uh, mental health.
1: For sure. Even, I mean, in my practice, I'm seeing an influx of anxiety with teachers, with healthcare workers um, that weren't having these anxiety issues before. Um, I mean, one is fear. Ever, I mean, I even have this where I just see myself watching the news and just being afraid like, oh my gosh what if I get COVID and I take it to my family and my parents get sick and die? Or, I mean, it's just this like drastic response. And this, so I've noticed people having anxiety about their job, about how they're gonna keep from getting COVID at their job. Right. So working, they're afraid they're gonna take it to their family members. They're afraid they're gonna contract it and get sick and die. I mean, the media is definitely feeling a lot of um, just panic and worry. Rightly so, because it is dangerous, mm-hmm. but it's, I mean, I just know the fear behind people contracting COVID is very high and inducing anxiety and then having physical responses. And then a lot of people are having actual family members get sick and die. I mean, probably four to five times a day, I get a person here that says, oh, my um, mom just died. My grandma just died. Like multiple family members have just died of COVID. And so they're having anxiety, depression, fear for themselves, fear for their family, and that's causing physical symptoms for sure.
0: Right. Um, thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that, I, like, your, you know, your experience as a nurse, you have a, a, a particular perspective, you know. Um, I, I want to go into a little bit more about the warning signs um, when we talk about stress and anxiety and fear and what are the, let's say the red flags that people should be on the lookout in terms of, you know, recognizing what's happening with their own bodies, maybe?
1: Yeah, so um, I, even we have experiences and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, like this has got to be anxiety, but, um, and always disclaimer, these can be physical health symptoms too, and so always like talk to a medical professional, um, but, like trouble sleeping or sleeping too much. Okay. Um, chest heaviness, just feeling like someone is squeezing you or you just can't get a good breath or um, but like that can be medical <laughs> things too. Um, but definitely like if you're feeling just like you can't get a good breath or um, tense muscles, tension headaches, um, upset stomach, feeling nauseous all the time. I mean physical symptoms, that means that your anxiety could be affecting your physical health. Um, but even like being afraid to go do your normal activities. Mm-hmm. So if you're afraid or hesitant to go to the store or be in a logically okay situation where you're you know you you're taking precautions, you know you're wearing your mask or um, being socially distant, um, but you're still just afraid. Um, if you're afraid to carry out otherwise normal activities that you can logically think are okay, um, then that's it's probably your anxiety is pretty high. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Can you talk a little bit about the strategies that, you know, let's go back a little bit with your own work with your own experience as a nurse. Um, The strategies that you learned over time uh, and that now you're teaching your clients um, in terms of, you know, developing a more healthy lifestyle Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and you talked about mindset, maybe afterwards we can talk about that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um, I really teach in my practice and in Hello Healthy, um, if you can really focus on nutrition, movement, and inner peace, um, that that is really the foundation of health. And I know that the world kind of screams all these like bad uh, trends or, um, but I honestly believe if you can focus on getting fueling foods in, getting movement, whether it's movement you enjoy, you know, don't feel like you're... Someone's making you go run a mile or something. But movement three to five times a week that you truly enjoy. And then energy. So, like a mindset practice, meditation, prayer, um, breath work. If you can implement those three things, then you can start a healthy journey to your wellness.
0: Mm-hmm. And if we th- think about mindset for a minute, because that's such a, a broad topic, can you go into a little bit more detail about what you mean by that and maybe how mindset can be shifted?
1: Yeah, so um, like I kind of said before, if the world is going to be chaotic and it things are going to happen, um, bad things are going to happen, but we're still living. We've still got to make it through it, mm-hmm. and um, instead of just being crippled and I always think of someone just being like crushed and pressed down by the fear, by the anxiety, by the world situations. I, I really believe we can thrive and I think it all happens in our mindset. And so um, you know, practicing deep breathing techniques where you I talk about the box a lot where you can just take deep breaths for four seconds, exhale for or hold it for four seconds, exhale for four seconds and hold it for four seconds, but four seconds. Um, but what that's doing is centering your thoughts, centering your breathing and calming down that sympathetic response, that cortisol, the epinephrine, all of that adrenaline, um, and just centering your thoughts and calming down that fight or flight response and letting your brain think clearly about what's really going on. I think you can that same response in, um, any breath work where you're focusing on your thoughts and breath meditation, um, You know, if you do a meditation practice, centering your thoughts, um, prayer, any of that. But what that's doing is letting you clearly think about what's logically going on and shutting down that stress response and changing your thought about what's going on Mm -hmm. so that you can have a mindset shift and so that you can start thinking like, okay, how can I thrive in this situation instead of oh my gosh, this terrible situation happening to me. I don't know how I'm going to ever get past it. And then you start having physical symptoms. Um, but no, you take the power back and you start thinking thoughts like, man, this is tough, but I have A, B, and C to help me get through it. And I'm going to thrive in this situation. And you can really take that into any situation that comes to you um, and be empowered instead of, uh, I say this like loosely, but instead of, the victim, you can be the power, you can be empowered in the situation.
0: Right, yeah. So that really like your belief and being able to shift into more a more positive mindset is really important.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Can you talk a little bit about motivation and how you work with people in terms of um, how important it is, but also how you work with people in terms of their motivation to change their life or their healthy, healthy lifestyles? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I, um, with motivation, I really believe that it has to do with mindset. And so, one, I help people find what their blocks are. Like, what what makes you not want to eat fueling foods? Like, when someone says um, that it would be more beneficial to eat more nourishing foods and stop consuming so much processed high sugar because there is research that shows those type of food contribute to anxiety, depression, to health issues. So when we switch over to feeling food, what? why don't you want to do that? What, what makes you mad when someone says, Cokes are not good for you? <laughs> what, is, what is that emotional response? And let's let's deal with that. Because if we can figure out what the emotional response is to when someone says, hey, let's get out and go move. And you're like, no, I don't want to. What is that? year old that is digging their heels in the ground yeah. um what is that response and let's get to the bottom of that so that we can deal with these emotional issues and then realize oh my gosh i did not realize that that ties back to control or that ties back to a root issue that i can tackle i can i actually know what that's going on with that i can tackle that And now I understand what that fueling food does for my body. So now I want to go eat that fueling food. So instead of just saying like, hey, let's wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning um, because that's what healthy people do and you should just be able to do it. Let's find that motivation. I think, no, let's get to the root of what makes you not wanna do that thing. Let's tackle that, educate you about the benefit of the thing, the movement, the nutrition, the mindset, and then, so now you have knowledge, now you understand the block or the blind spot in your life. And so then you're more likely to be motivated to then go tackle it. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm just uh, wondering if you could go into a little bit more in terms of practical actions that people can take, uh, like the small actions, the daily actions. Um, what can people do right now to change their situation or their life?
1: I think tracking is the best thing to start with. So I know a lot of people when they say, okay, or if I say, okay, you're gonna, we're gonna start eating fueling foods, we're gonna change our mindset, and we're gonna start exercising. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't do any of that. Like I have a busy job or I'm a mom or there's just no way that I can do that. It's overwhelming and it feels like a mountain to tackle. But in my program, I start with tracking. We're not changing anything right now. We are just tracking. We're tracking what we're eating. We're tracking how we feel about that. So I tell my clients, write everything you eat down this week. Don't try to change anything. Just write it down. And then start looking at the food label and write the macros, the calories, the uh, protein, and the carbohydrates. I I don't want you to think anything about it. Just write it down um and then after that so we do that about a week and then pick the highest carbohydrate food and start either trying to replace it but I but after that first week I have them write why they are eating that thing so was the day stressful did I not sleep well um so say coke or Coca Cola. Say a, a soda is the uh, biggest, is occurring the most in the food diary. More than likely, it's an, there's an emotional connection to that, and so I want them to start tracking their emotions. Like, how did I feel this day? Um, when I was I super stressed at work, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I need a Dr Pepper. Write that down. Have the Dr Pepper. That's fine, but I want you to start tracking your emotions your feelings? How are you sleeping? So that then we can start looking at trends and you can start identifying these things you're going to and then slowly transforming those small things. Are you uh, like griping out your kids when you get home? Start tracking that. See why you are doing that. Like was work stressful? Did your boss yell at you? So now you're frustrated with your kids? Start catching trends and start trying to change those specific trends. Instead of trying to tackle your whole health and wellness, start tackling those small things, which you'll find are pretty significant things, which bleed out into what you're eating if you're not wanting to exercise. Um, So tracking, I say start with that. And then after about a week or two of tracking, identify one or two um, highly processed, high sugar foods to start changing out with more fueling foods Mm -hmm. so that that way you'll have more energy because when you go I it's like a cascade of events when you have a stressful day at work you grab a Dr. Pepper you have a spike in blood sugar and then it tanks because that was a very simple form of sugar now you're exhausted now you're irritable because you're hungry Mm -hmm. now your child asks you to play with them and you are mad and you gripe it I mean it's just a domino effect and so if we can catch it at the very beginning with tracking then you'll be able to find small ways you can improve in blind spots
0: right yeah so really knowing what you're dealing with like having a good picture of what you're dealing with first and working with the coach as well right
1: yes well and in my coaching what i do is we look at that together and i help you because it is so painful to see blind spots i I don't know if it's, if you do the Enneagrams or if you do like, you know, personality types. I don't like those because I feel like I don't like labeling people. No, i <laughs> you know, okay,
0: but I still do them. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm like, I like to know them, but there's probably an Enneagram that says like, I don't like Enneagrams because <laughs> I just don't label me. I could be my own person. I don't fit in a box. Um, but it's just so nice to work with the coach so I can be like, or whoever fits your personality, and be like, okay, let's look at this track, this tracking paper, and I see that every Wednesday you go get donuts that morning, or every Friday you eat a pizza. Is this because you have pizza night with your family, or is this because something emotional happened, and let's start gently um, peeling back the onion, the layers, and getting to the root together, um, and I think a lot of times we have to be reminded that we need to forgive ourselves, we need to realize it's fine, like it's fine that you had that emotional response, but I think you probably don't want to keep doing that, so let's figure out what happened and try to do better next time. And then actionable steps of like, okay, let me teach you about carbs, let me teach you about protein, why do we need specific foods, why do we need movement, what does sugar do to our body, let's just take in all of this education and then while we're gently handling our emotions and trying to undo some learned habits together.
0: Right, yeah. And talk a little bit about how uh, having a support system is also important in the process.
1: Coaching and, you know, family, all friends, it's so important because a lot of times, like I said, we'll just get, I know in my life, I get so hard on myself. so. If I'm trying to eat fueling foods or I'm trying to change my mindset about something and I go back to old habits, I get so frustrated. And a lot of times I'll just say, I can't do this. And then a month later, I'll try again. But when we can have people that love us, that have our benefit in mind, that aren't judging us, but are gently saying, hey, you're actually doing really good. It's just, I think this is a blind spot that you didn't realize was there. And let's just try again. Like, The encouragement, the person just pushing you forward or walking beside you to push that rock or boulder up the mountain is so handy just to help you realize the lies you're telling yourself when you beat yourself up, when you get hard on yourself, someone to be like, hey, it's fine. Like, this is a long-term journey. You're doing so good. This is how far you've come. Let's keep going. It's just, it's. So much easier, in my opinion, to walk with people, have a support system, especially when it's so easy to throw in the towel and say, oh, "I can't do this."
0: Yeah,
1: um, for them to pick you back up and keep keep motivating you forward.
0: Yeah, it sounds like having compassion for yourself is something that like a really important element in all of this.
1: Yes, for sure. Yeah. So, um,
0: well, we've. Almost run out of time already. Um, I would. I wanted to talk a little bit more about Hello Healthy, if you if you wanted to share uh, about that, and um, also if you want to talk about other things that you have going on, I would love to hear about it.
1: So with Hello Healthy, it's a one-on-one coaching program, and right now it's about eight weeks. Um, I'm in the process of kind of reformatting it. Um, I'm learning, and every time I have a client, I want to make it better every time but it's currently eight weeks and like I said before we start with the very basics and learn you because there's not one size fit all and we're all uniquely made unique life circumstances and so we start at the very beginning tracking learning our habits our emotions our stressors and then at the same time I educate on why we need certain foods how it affects our body, how certain foods actually harm our body, and then finding a specific tailored lifestyle that will fit you and be sustainable. And so, there's um, education that I send out weekly. There's homework, um, and then at the end of it, it's not like I'm promising thirty pounds of weight loss. Although when you do change what you're eating and how you're moving, there is physical changes too. Um, but my goal is for you to stop yo-yo dieting, stop buying program after program and find a sustainable habit set that is going to take you for the rest of your journey and even help your kids, help your husband, Um, and it focuses a lot on mindset because I really believe that that is where it all starts. Um, But you do get actionable steps, homework, um, and education to help you with nutrition and movement as well. And I also have an Instagram at laurie.hellohealthy where I love to just educate. I want everyone to have this knowledge because it changed my life. When that clicked that, oh my gosh, it's a mindset more than, because when I worked in functional medicine, we would lay it out for people. We would give them the whole thing to change their health and they would still dig in their heels. And so I was like, oh, they've got to decide that they want this, like they paid money and they still don't want to do it. So we've got to start with the mindset. And so that's what it is a huge focus on. So I. Put that education out there on my Instagram, and then I also have a YouTube channel, Hello Healthy, um, as well, that I put videos on education about nutrition, movement, mindset, that I really believe if you will sit on for a little bit, you'll have a light bulb moment that's like, oh my gosh, I do get mad when people tell me to not drink Coke or whatever, um, and start letting you gently deal with your emotions and figure out what's going on uh, with your, your healthy habits too. So you don't have to do my coaching. Um, you can go to my Instagram and YouTube video or YouTube channel to get the education there too. So, but I do think it's amazing to work with the coach as to get life changing. Uh, right.
0: Yeah, I agree. I've worked with coaches too, and it, it is life changing. It's transformational.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, me too. I, and I, even in my business, I, you know, I work with the coach in my business. Um, I just think having someone there to keep you on track and to just be like, remember you said you wanted this or remember this has been an issue before. It's just so nice to be like, oh yeah, I completely forgot
0: Yeah, deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you so much. We've already come to the end of the, of the program. And I just want to say thanks for all the tips you, you shared with us. And uh, yeah, you were a great guest. You had a lot to say about, Uh, about uh, our topic today so just one last big thank you to you.
1: Thank you for having me this has been amazing and I love all your information on mindset and and amazing amazing videos and
0: okay thanks Lori and I'm going to uh, check out your your videos on YouTube. Yeah awesome. Yeah thank you. Bye.
1: Bye.